and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 20. My name is Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole, but luckily I've got a really nice friend, John Bass. Say hi, John. Hi, Holly. And he's great because every week he educates me on the latest pop culture references from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, the Doctor's local notice board. Mm, Steve Michelson, the guy you went to school with but he didn't really talk to who's poked you like once every six months on Facebook for the last five years. He's alright actually. Yeah, he's alright. He's a nice guy underneath it all. Yeah, he's alright. He's like sort of a bit of a rough diamond in a way. Yeah, I mean he is quite persistent with his pokes. Mm. But, you Who know, isn't? Who yeah, isn't? at least he goes out there and he gets what he wants, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he doesn't, but he tries. <laughs> <laughs> and God loves a trier, honey. <laughs> uh, and we're a bit of a trier because we recorded this first part. Re- it was honestly probably the funniest in a way, it was the funniest thing that's ever been It's recorded. really the best part of a podcast we've ever made, and you'll never hear it. Yeah, it's a real shame. Uh, we had ten times to, better yeah. than this, I'd say. Oh, this is shit. I oh, mean, this is, shit. this is terrible. Yeah. If you could have listened to that section, mm. you wouldn't have listened to another podcast again. No, my heart's not in this one. This, no. This is, this is shit, this intro. This but the other my, one yeah. was really good. Really good. This is my worst work. Yeah, we had technical difficulties, which we think we've solved now, so... You nearly didn't get a podcast at all, oh, in a way. Yeah. But you have now, so it's all right. Um, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. You've been, you've been away, haven't you, mate? Where, been yeah, I've been here, there and everywhere. Yeah, around the globe. I've been around the globe. Mm. Um, enjoying the lovely sunshine over the weekend. Where have you been? Saturday, Where especially. Been? West Midlands. Lovely. Coventry. Mm, lovely. Very nice. Lady Godiva. <laughs> yeah. We spoke about her before. Exactly. She comes up quite a lot on Yeah, this. I'm like a magnet to Lady Godiva. Mm. I can't keep myself away. Well, I can't blame you. It's How about you, great John? Thing. Uh, I've had mixed fortune, Holly. Um, Going to break the ice here. Tottenham lost Champions League final last night, and I witnessed it at the Fighting Cock Social. I'm glad you brought it um, up. Yeah. And you've broken that ice. Yeah, I had to really, didn't I? It was going to come up at some point, and if I own it, then it's not as painful as if yeah. you bring it up and I'm like reminded of it. So, um, yeah, but met lots of lovely people there that um, listened to the pod. Ooh, this is, pod this pod oh which hey is really guys. nice yeah um no one more important than um windy chris miller who is part of the fighting cock family hey chris uh and has also told me that he really liked our last episode which we both yeah. thought was our best one apart from the beginning of, beginning this, of one, this one that you'll never ever hear which obviously supersedes that by yes. some way um, but he was really complimentary, so thanks oh, a lot, Windy. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, very kind of you, mate. Why is he called Windy? Do you know what? I don't. I don't really know. Do you think he farts a lot? I think that's the sort of prevailing theory. But um, yeah, maybe or maybe it's... his hair looks really lovely in the breeze. Yeah, or maybe it's just one of those like you know. So my friend Bump, who's also like a regular listener, big, yeah. up, big up yourself, Bump. His nickname, Bump, yeah. uh, just came from the fact that when we were at school on the first day of our upper school. People were like giving each other nicknames, and he just had like on the back of his head just a bit of a like pronounced lump kind of. Yeah. And so someone just pointed to him and went, "Ha, bump." So and he, he's it got stuck. off lightly there because he could have been called lump. Yeah, that's true. Or lumpy. Yeah, lumpy. I always thought that bump was accident prone. No, no, it's just just from that one kid just going, "Ha, bump," and then uh, some years later. We used to go to the same pub like on a Friday night and one of my friends was seeing this girl and her older sister came over to us and went, you all right, lads, where, where's your mate? Bounce. <laughs> so, yeah, he got called Bounce for about six-month period yeah. after that. So, yeah. It's very good. It's mm. very, very niche references for people who don't know these people. Yeah. yeah, it's niche references, but I think it's part of the fun. And the reason yeah. I was saying that is because I reckon maybe Windy was just like uh, late for something and then he went way late and he went, oh, it's Windy. And then they went, ah, huh? oh, Windy. windy. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. it's that. Probably. Yeah. Always from Chicago. There, there is that, yeah. That's true. Um, have you got any housekeeping? Yes. We talked about that Old Town Road song. That Old Town Road song? <laughs> that Old Town oh, yeah. Road song in a previous episode. And there is a lovely viral video on the internet of primary school children yeah. jumping up, going mad for this song in like an assembly hall. And it's just such a lovely, it's a lovely bit of joy on the internet. Yeah. 
It, Brian Abbey Day. We tweeted it out, didn't we? From yeah, the, yeah. So if you want to check it out, go to our Twitter. Go to our Twitter. Man's not what? <laughs> Man's not what? 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 Um, but it's nice. And my favourite bit of the whole video is when it gets to the bit in the song where it's like, "You can't tell me nothing," and all the kids sing along with it, like <laughs> looking at their teachers and their parents, like "Fuck you, man." For the duration of this song, yeah, you can't rule me. Yeah, exactly. Right now, I'm living the dream, and you can't tell me nothing. So. Yeah. After this, give yeah. me detention. Right now. Yeah. I'll tell you what's what. Although, it's dangerous because that is a double negative, isn't it? So like, you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, I don't really like double negatives. It's quite annoying, isn't they it? They really irritate me. But it doesn't sound like, you can't tell me anything. Well, that's... What about, you can't tell me things? <laughs> that's that's alright. That's my catchphrase, I think. You can't tell me things. Yeah. That's actually what uh, Rianne says to me all the time. You can't tell me things. Yeah, when I'm like, oh, but you, if you do it like that, it's so much... You, you can't tell me things! Don't tell me things! Aww. That's what she says, yeah. Are you a mansplainer? Yeah. I'm just an explainer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's like Generation X, yeah. and I'm explaining. Oh, it works on multiple levels. Nice. Sort of, yeah. Do you want to find out what's coming up? Yes, please. In this week's show? All right, let's do it. Coming up on Man's Not What, we find out about the Drake curse... We gif our surnames, and it's National Biscuit Day. Okay, so this is quite an exciting um, episode, and I'll tell you why. Because last week we had Rich in the kitchen. We did have Rich in the kitchen. And I thought it added a nice layer of texture to the I show. I hope so. Either that, or people were just really annoyed by the pots and pans. Yeah, which is reasonable, yeah. having listened back to it. Yeah. It's fair enough, but... I, I personally enjoyed the texture. Now, tonight, Rhee is going to make us dinner at some point. She's going to make us some burgers and wedges and chips and mash and beans. And peas. And then a curry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not only is that a factor tonight, Hal, yeah. your um, wonderful husband is on his way back from a stag do. So he and could, could burst, burst through the door. at any moment. It's quite exciting. So What we've learned is... We just sit on our butts, yeah. recording our own voices, yeah. and we get our partners to cook for us. One of the things that I've noticed uh, in the last few years that I'm really good at is um, self-indulgence, and I'm really learning to embrace it a lot. Over the past few years? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Okay, right, <laughs> story one. Did you know this week, Holly, yeah. was National Biscuit Day? Oh, yes. I love a biscuit. Yeah. Oh, mate, you're going to love this. absolutely love a biscuit. You are going to love this year. Right, don't look at my laptop because I'm going okay. to ask you some questions. Have there. you bought any biscuits? Uh, uh, nah, we'll send Rhea out in a bit. Okay, great. She can go get them. Um, Perfect. Okay, so because it was National Biscuit Day, obviously there was a lot of talk on Twitter. Day, just a day. Just a day this, this week just gone. That seems a bit stingy. It does seem a little National bit stingy. National Biscuit Week, if anything. National Biscuit Month. Yeah. <laughs> Decade. <laughs> Century. Um, yeah, and for it, uh, YouGov, who do a lot of the polls yeah. and stuff like that, they've uh, basically asked people to tell them their favourite biscuit. And I've got the results. <gasps> Mate. It, Can I guess? That's exactly... Holly, that's exactly what I want you to say. Yes. So there's a top five here. Okay. So... Just guess any biscuits oh, and I'll tell you if they've made like, the top five. This is going to be like family fortunes. A little bit, yeah. Not, yes. yeah, sort of. Okay, so, uh, yeah, hashtag National Biscuit Day. YouGov poll can reveal Britain's top five biscuits. Holly Hall, <gasps> talk to me. Yes. Can I just guess things that are in the list? I don't have to guess the order. Yeah, yeah, just any in the top five I'll right. accept. Right, chocolate hobnobs. Okay, so let me just quickly scan shockingly no that's mental because everyone bangs on about them yeah they are really good I'm a plain hobnob kind of girl yeah well ooh, interesting hobnobs are on there no oh what is this world <laughs> what is this world <laughs> oh my god yeah, okay. okay digestives can you be more specific chocolate digestives okay so look there are three types of digestives out of the top five what yeah. McVitie's chocolate digestives McVitie's what type of chocolate digestive? Milk chocolate, Milk chocolate digestives. digestives with 81% of the vote are the most yeah. popular biscuit in the country. Um, there are also Cadbury's milk chocolate digestives. And McVitie's dark chocolate digestives. Which are also amazing, but not on the list. Oh. So the ones that are uh, McVitie's milk chocolate digestives, 81%. That is number one. Okay. The third most popular biscuit is Cadbury's milk chocolate digestives with 77% of the vote. So yeah. you've got three more to locate. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a head start because you mentioned digestives. McVitie's original. 
is the fifth most popular at 69%. I did say that, though. Well, you just said digestive, so... Okay. I need you to be specific. I'm a Marks and Spencer's digestive kind of girl. There you go. See, that wouldn't have been in the... That wouldn't have made the grade. This is why I need the detail, People Holly. are missing out. Um, so, I'm going to go for a lovely classic, my favourite, the Humble Bourbon. <laughs> Do you know what? I was shocked by this. Bourbon isn't on there. Bourbon is not on the This is five. a load of rubbish. Mate, this is fake news. Do you know what I will say to you? The two that are left, so the second most popular oh. and the fourth most popular, I think you could be here for a long this time. This is a joke. Do you want me to say I what they are? I bet you custard creams are on there. No. Rich teas? No. Pink wafers? <laughs> Yes, no. people love pink wafers. Yeah, but they're not in there. Fig rolls. No, fig don't, rolls. Don't eat... John, people love fig rolls. Okay, let me tell John's you what they are. John's looking at me like I'm crazy, one of I them, guarantee you, fig rolls. One of them might not even be a biscuit. Have they put Jaffa cakes? Jaffa cakes are the fourth most popular they're biscuit. not a biscuit. I mean, we'll get into this in a minute. I'm going to ask you... So I have you. to guess one more? One more. Um, knock at the door. Oh, here he oh, comes. Let's ask. Oh... Richard, Richard, name oh. the, one of the most popular biscuits. Go. Hobnob. No. Uh. Unlucky. Are Jaffa cakes cakes or biscuits? Cakes. Cakes. Right, there you go. We've got one more biscuit to locate. I'll tell you what it is, Holly. It's a Cadbury's finger. That's pathetic. That is the second most That's popular biscuit. That's pathetic because you don't want that. You want a flat surface area to dunk in your hot tea. Yeah, but you, if they're thin, then you can just dip them in the tea. Like just straight down, and also like from oh. a grip point of view, quite a lot of grip. I don't like this survey. It's it's mental, isn't it? I would agree with that. So the first thing I wanted to ask you was: Are Jaffa cakes uh, cakes or biscuits? They are cakes. Jaffa right. cakes. So I was speaking to uh, Reed this afternoon about this, and she was livid as well because apparently during wartime rationing. Yeah, I know this story. Do you know this story? Is yeah. this true? Yeah. All right, shall I, I carry on telling that? Um. So. Yeah. Oh, no, you go on. You so go. basically, um, cake was not seen as a luxury item. Cake was seen as a um, uh, a necessary item, um, whereas biscuits wasn't. Have I got that the wrong way around? Oh yeah, I thought it was that um, people really liked Jaffa cakes, but there was only so many biscuits you could have, so they called it a cake, so that it was separate, and then therefore they could eat it and enjoy the biscuits as well. So officially, was it? There's I think about tax, so I should get involved. Oh, here, here we go. Right, here, here we go. Here he goes. Richard here, just to introduce myself. Speak out loud. Speak up. Speak louder. Sorry, it's Richard here. Um, yeah, I think it's what Holly said. This is about tax. Right. Okay. Yeah. If they get classed as a, it's like shortbread, isn't that a thing as well? It was classed as a bread, so it avoided the biscuit tax. Ooh. Same with the jaffa cakes. So no, this cake, cake's a necessary item, right? It's a luxury item. Oh, I mean, it's necessary no, it's for not. me. Cakes are necessary. <laughs> yeah, oh. cakes are necessary. Biscuits, Biscuits are luxury. Wow. It's wow. a fucking shambles. Though. I'd back that. Do you know, I, I heard as well that there's, you know, there's in London, there's loads of um, houses where on the side of the building... It's made out of biscuit. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a cake. No, <laughs> and they've like bricked up a window. Yeah. And the reason for that is if you had so many windows in your house, you got taxed more. So people just started bricking them up. So there's loads of houses with like bricked up um, old windows as huh. on the side walls. So a little bit of... There you go. A bit of knowledge. Nothing to do with biscuits. Just more. Sort when of you were talking about boarding up a window, I was just imagining just blocks of biscuit right. boarding up. Boarding up a window. Boarding up the window. Yeah, that is you good. Find out if it's still, um, if it's still a luxury item, then it might be. Ones, luxury. Could be a biscuit. I've never eaten that one though. Right. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what is your favourite biscuit? My favourite biscuit, I think it has to be the bourbon. Right. Closely followed by the simple, humble, plain, delicious hobnob. Yeah. Next, Marks and Spencer's Digestives. Can I just say all the biscuits I like? Yeah, I'm mate, so keep passionate going. about them. No, I'm not going to stop you. I love rich teas. Um, I love Tesco do a lovely free from cookie. Um, <laughs> is a cookie a biscuit? Yeah. Why is it called a cookie then? Don't know, mate. Um, this is also technically not a biscuit, right. but rice cakes smothered in dark chocolate. Wow, that is definitely not a biscuit. No. You're just naming things that you like. Are yeah. you getting hungry, Holly? Oreos. <laughs> Oreos. Double stuff Oreos. Fuck, mate. There's a lot of things that you like. What's there? your favourite biscuit? Um, I like dark chocolate anything. So dark chocolate hobnobs are my absolute peak boss level. But I also enjoy a choco Leibniz. Do you know them? Is it like a plain block of chocolate and then like, and like a biscuit underneath? Big time. 
yeah. big time. They are delicious, both dark and milk chocolate. Um, can we just throw it out to the room real quick? Rich, shout, what is your favourite biscuit? Go. Oh, the Tesco's dark chocolate digesters. Bang. Ree, what's your favourite biscuit, mate? Obviously. Obviously, a party ring. Party, party ring. ring! Wow! Shit, party son! Ring. They're like 90% sugar. Yes, 50p. <laughs> Incredible shop. scenes here at Man's it is, Not What. It is kicking oh. off at Man's Not What headquarters. Um, Can I also suggest one more? Oh, go on. A gold bar. Gold bar. Gold bar. Technically a bar. Surely. <laughs> Technically a bar. Surely. Um, yeah, we're not getting the adjudicators in, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's essentially it's biscuit with white chocolate around it. It's kind of the same as a finger, so I think it's all right. I mean, it is a bar, but a finger's a finger, still a biscuit, or is it? <laughs> Who knows? Okay. You lost me at gold bar. One thing I wanted to know how is obviously National Biscuit Day. We're saying maybe it should be more than a day or whatever, but it is quite random that they've got its own like national day so yeah. I was thinking what other national days for like random stuff could cake we think day. of and we'll see if it exists alright I'm going to google it cake day oh I know one bubble bath day national bubble bath day I'm, I'm googling it national and I don't mean having a bubble bath day I mean celebrating different types of bubble bath in a bottle it's fair national bubble bath day is January the <gasps> 8th boom right January the 8th Okay. We're going to do a special episode. <laughs> what, in the bubble bath. One end. Shotgun, not the taps. <laughs> <laughs> can we just rate different types of bubble bath for yeah. a whole episode? What, um, Bonus episode. What other things can we search for? Um, National Eyebrow Day. Because I'm looking at John's eyebrows National right now. Eyebrow Day. There is one as well. National Eyebrow Day. It's National Eyebrow Day tomorrow. No, Brilliant. Can't be. October the 2nd. Great. October Let's get 2nd. that in the diary. Any, anything else? Um, what day is today? Go on. National Rotisserie Chicken Day. <laughs> National Rotisserie Chicken Day. A my favourite. My <laughs> absolute favourite. National Rocky Road Day. Ooh. Right. Tesco do a nice vegan Rocky Road, so... That is good. Maybe when we send Rhea out to the shops, we'll make her do that. Yeah, that is good. So there you go. So there's a lot of... There's pretty much a national day for anything I'm hyped up after that biscuit chat yeah you like that don't you uh, that was the most exciting thing that's happened to I me I think today. the first thing we're going to do when this podcast finishes is have some biscuits I hope so got to be done isn't it right do you, want, that was a, do you enjoy that I really enjoyed yeah, that strong up start with the biscuit more chat. biscuit content for next yeah, week please. more biscuit content is the way forward okay the second one story two story two um, it's just entitled GIF your surname okay now do you know what a GIF is Holly Yes, I know what a GIF is. Do you know some people call it a GIF? A GIF. <laughs> Why is that called it a GIF? I call it a SIF. Do you? No. No. Okay. Uh, this, so this, the reason that this is in this week is because a guy uh, on Twitter is called at Cully Hamner, uh, otherwise uh, known as your friend Cully Hamner. Okay. Now, he this tweet that he put out has got two... 1,355 retweets 14,000 likes Wow And was uh, trending on Twitter Basically He's just put Very simply Post the first gif That comes up When you type in Your last name Because his name Looks like Hammer He's just got one Where he's just (laughs) Smashing a hammer Down the floor And obviously Something explodes And he goes flying That's so good Yeah it's good isn't it So what I was thinking Is what we should Try and do We should see What ours is so what I'm going to do I'm going to ask one of our like little um, audience Uh, members producers in the studio yeah produced behind the scenes to search for us what our surname GIF produces so on what which medium um, that's a good question let's go for Twitter seeing as this guy did it via Twitter good shout Holly so yeah look look on the Twitter and while they're doing that let's guess what we think they're going to be so I think yours is going to be a really slimy old fish (laughs) just be slapped down on the floor right and then the fish is just like <laughs> being slapped the fish is alive as well good I thought mine would be because my name is Bass but it obviously spelt bass kind of yeah so I thought it might be like just someone playing a double bass just okay. simple but the slippery slimy, slimy fish getting slammed fish. down still yeah. alive is pretty what yours. do you think mine's going to be I think yours will be someone at a school running down a hall like a hallway 
That's why I, I think it'd be like a stately home. Okay, well, um, Ree, if you could come over here so we can hear you. Who do you want first? Come over here. Let's go for John Bass first, the slimy old fish. Also, we speak about Ree and Rich like all the time, and like now, I think like they're just slowly getting more and more involved in the pod, which I quite like. Yeah. But also, I'm quite terrified now because I. I'm terrified because where's my dinner going to come from? That's a good point. Who was going to make that? Um, yeah, go on then, Ree. I think so. Just to recap, what did you what did you think? I think John's, John's is going to be a slimy old fish getting slapped down on some kind of surface. <laughs> okay, yeah. here's John's. Okay. Oh my god, ah! it is a fish! <laughs> it's a slimy old fish being held by a man with a bare torso, and the fish is so slimy and old that it slips up into the air and gets away from him. Brilliant. Right, we're going to tweet these out so you get to see them. Well um, done to me for that. You, you, I mean, he didn't get slapped down. But pretty bloody close I'm, okay. that, I'm quite impressed with that okay. I feel like you've searched for my name before on, <laughs> on the gifts on Twitter um, moving on moving on <laughs> you're never going to guess uh, well I said it was uh, someone at school running down a hallway and I said a stately home yeah do it uh, this is Holly's oh fucking so hell Music City Hall some, it looks like an old cinema with like you it's know how you Radio get, City like, in New York oh is it yeah it's quite glamorous. Yeah, like that's a pretty music cool. thing. That would be quite a nice header. Yeah, it would be nice. For a Twitter profile. <laughs> <laughs> you get on Photoshop and Photoshop your name into that flashing bit. Ooh. Yeah, that would oh, be good. Yeah. That's that a pretty would be nice. It's a pretty good gift. So what we've learned is my gift's better than yours. Yeah, true. Uh, okay. Um, I also want to ask you, when you're like on WhatsApp or Twitter or whatever, what's your kind of like go-to gifts? And you know, there's always like gifts that people like the to US use. The US office gifts. Yeah, you do like them, <laughs> don't you? You got a particular favourite one? Just anything with Michael Scott in it. Do you know it. the one I do, there is one from the American office that I do really like. It's the one where he's like biting his lip when he's like, something's really awkward and he just goes, <laughs> like pulls away. So I, I appreciate it's not really great po- content no, for podcasts. No. I'm, what I'm doing is biting my lip and then moving away. Why don't we make saying. that into a GIF? You doing that? Yes. Well, that was the next thing I was going to say. Let's create some GIFs. Yeah. And we're going to put them out on the Man's Not What feed. Okay. And then we would like our listeners to create some GIFs and like we'll get a thread going. Nice. Because that would be quite good. Yeah. yeah. What's your go-to GIF? Um, I also like uh, the Brent Office ones from the, the UK office. Um, there's a couple of like uh, classics on there. There's like the the famous one, which is from The Wire which is a character called Weebay and it's just him sort of like when he can't believe something like kind of being like wow I <laughs> uh, also like the one with the guy when he's like it's um I can't remember what his name is now it's like a uh, rapper and basically he's like okay and he just when people say something and he just rolls his eyes like okay <laughs> it's great content isn't it that is great content yeah. um you mentioned Brent my brother said that I was acting like Brent yesterday really yeah don't know why it's <laughs> <laughs> a really good story that it's <laughs> a real insight into Holly's storytelling technique. Yeah. Um, I get told I act like Brent all the time, and I'm fine with it because I think Brent's hilarious. And I think you've modelled your life on him, haven't you? Pretty much, yeah. I'm only growing the beard so I can put it into the goatee later on. Yeah. That is, yeah. Good plan. Yeah. And if I had a tie, I'd just be lifting it up right now, mm. just like Brent does. Um, so, yeah, there we go. So, yeah, gifting, having a laugh. Yeah. Right. Uh, we are going to have a quick break now um, so that we can get these two back to some proper work instead of fucking around with us trying to do a podcast. Make us some dinner, love. Get the biscuits in for a start. <laughs> Make, start making some dinner, yeah? And then, you know, I don't know. We could do with a foot rub, couldn't we, mate? Yeah. A little shoulder rub. Wouldn't, wouldn't hurt, would go it? Mess, would it? No. Right, so we'll do that and we'll see you on the other side. Great. Break time. Oh, yes, it's break time. Have yourself a break time. Motherfucking break time, bitches. Break time. Break your face and break your time. Break time. It's a break time. It's a great time with these great rhymes. And I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm saying what I'm saying. I ain't fucking around, bitch boy. I ain't playing. It's break time. Baby. Break time's over. So you join us at a pivotal moment in mine and John's evening. Um, our partners are cooking us a dinner. Finally, I mean, we've been here. Like, I've been here what a couple of hours nearly. Yeah, why is it taking so long? What is happening? Like, this is mental, man. Why are you not making me dinner and meals yeah, and like, serving me? In between questions, just like 
feed me a chip or two. Like it's not going to cause anyone any damage, yeah. is it? Peel a grape. Yeah. What? Is it so hard? Like is that, get a bunch. Is that hard? Yeah. Wash them. Yeah. And just dangle them above us so we can just yeah. bite them. And rub my head while you're doing it. Is that is that so difficult? Yeah. It's not much to ask, is it? Really. Just no. moisturise my elbows. They get dry. Okay. Yeah. Leave me. Leave it around. Do my knuckles as well because yeah, they're chapped. Not? Yeah. Well, <laughs> chapped. <laughs> <laughs> I've got chapped knuckles. Chapped um, knuckles. So Ree is chopping the potatoes. Rich just come back from a stag do and he's got a lovely tan. A wonderful tan. Um, how's your stag, mate? Do you have a good time? Very good. Good. Very good. Good. Surfing turns out I'm not a natural surfer, <laughs> but I am eager. Excellent. Well, that e- is what eager matters. surfer. Eager surfer. That's how I describe him when people ask me who you're married to. <laughs> Just an eager surfer in a lot of ways. Cute uh, to elephants like me. That's one thing. Maybe yeah. that's we should all try and find a new thing to put in our bio. Yeah. I'm cute for elephants. Rich is an eager surfer, so we need to get one for you now. I would like to change my name to Chapped Knuckles. Chapped Knuckles is good. <laughs> Holly Hall, Chapped Knuckles. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into... Two truths, one lie. Okay, this week, John Bass, I bring to you culture. Ooh. I bring to you knowledge. Mm. I bring sophistication. Mm. Did you know, last night, there was a programme on TV with Brian Cox... Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Isn't space amazing? I'm really interested. I talk slowly, but with a Manchester accent. And I used to be in a band. Yeah. Anyway, him. Yeah. He did a lovely programme on the planets. Have you ever heard of the planets? <laughs> the classical... Is that a band, is it? Or... No. You ever heard of the classical um, music the selection suite. by Gustav Holst? Of course I have. Mars. Love, it's my favourite one. You have? Yeah, we studied it in music in oh, middle school. I feel like I can't teach The Planet anyway. Suite, my friend, okay. I think you find it's called. Well, anyway, that's brilliant, and I'm glad you know that. Yeah. So that was on last night. So Brian Cox was giving a little bit of a description of each planet from okay. a scientific point of view, and then they'd play a lovely song in the orchestra. That is good. So with that in mind, yeah. this week's Two Truths, One Lie is based on the planets. Ooh. Okay, so here are your statements. Okay, shoot. There are four terrestrial planets. Okay. Jupiter has the biggest ocean. Okay. Venus is the most difficult planet to see from Earth. Oh, this is go- this is going back to old school, like when you learnt about the universe and like. Did you learn the rhyme? No. You didn't learn the rhyme. I mean, I probably did, but I don't remember it. My very easy method just speeds up naming planets. Well, you've helped me there. Because then I know now that Pluto is the furthest to see from Earth. Have I though? There's a new rhyme because, the, because that one's not a planet anymore. Oh, yeah. what's this? Come over here, tell us about this. Isn't, didn't they say Jupiter? Jupiter's not a planet. Oh shit, what is it, it then? Uh, it was misdiagnosed. It's a star or a rock or something. So they took it off. So it's not my very easy method just anymore. I like the idea that Jupiter just went into his local GPs. <laughs> And they were like, we, you're not news. diagnosed as a planet anymore. You're going to have to sit down. I uh, don't have to tell you this, but um, we've got the test results back. Did, did your wife Mars want to come in? <laughs> she you can sit down if she wants. I don't know how to tell you this, but you're not a planet. I'm not a what? You're not, you're not actually a planet. Well, what am I then? Just a big sort of rock now. A big old boulder going through space. Oh. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah, nothing will change, really, but just need to let you know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea as well. Yeah. Um, okay, let me think about this. Anyway, we digress. Yeah, for terrestrial, it, terrestrial that means there's life, right? Is that have I got that right? I can't. No, you can't tell me anything, can you? Uh, so four. I also don't have that information. Okay, well, four planets with life, if that is what it means, I think that's unlikely, um, based on what I know. Limited knowledge. The fur- most difficult to see is different from furthest away. It might be further but easier to see, so maybe that's a red herring. And what was the other one? The oceans. Jupiter has the biggest ocean. I'm going to go for the four terrestrial planets is the lie, my friend. John, I can tell you that that was not the lie. Mm-hmm. The lie was okay. Venus is the most difficult to see from Earth. False. I made that up. I then also researched what is the most difficult to Better, see, just Holly. to make sure. Better. And it says the planet Mercury is often cited as the most difficult of the five brightest naked eye planets to see because it's the planet's closest to the sun. It never strays too far from the sun's vicinity in our sky. And it's often referred to as the elusive planet. A um, little bit of backstory on the other ones. The terrestrial planets, there are four. Ooh. It's Mercury, Venus, Earth and Mars. And these are the planets that are closest to the Earth. 
and they're characterised by their dense rocky composition. So what, what does it mean by terrestrial then? I don't know if it means... I, I thought it was like just channels one to five. <laughs> <laughs> For the old school listeners out there. I mean, there are only four, so it could have been really retro. Yeah, it could have been before channel five. Yeah. Like 98, 99. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it just says characterised by their rocky composition, so that could be the, the factor. And then Jupiter has got the biggest ocean of any planet. Do you know what it's made out of? Ice. Hydrogen. Metallic hydrogen. That's what I meant. Metallic hydrogen, yes. Orbiting in cold space five times farther from the sun than the Earth. Knowledge. It's not a planet. But it's apparently it's not, it's not a planet. planet. Yeah, so there we go. What about it's Planet Hollywood? Oh, it's as deep as the Earth is around. What about Planet Hollywood? Planet Hollywood, um, that is the lesser known planet. Right. What about Planet Organic? Planet Organic has just been categorised as a super planet. <laughs> wow, okay. That is good. Wow. Well, that was really good, mate. Do you know what? I like the ones where we actually learn something. I think yeah. that, that is good. I enjoyed that. It was good. Tough, but good. Yeah. Science. Is your brain space. sweating? Yeah, a little bit. But that's probably just like the 30 million pints I had last night. A little bit of that has added to the science vibes. Okay. Um, do you know what? We got through that whole thing without a Uranus joke, and I'm really proud of us for that. We don't need to stoop to that level, no, do we? No, we don't. Okay, let's get into the Drake curse. It would have been better if what I had next was like a really like pathetic pun, because then it would have been like, oh, we didn't lower ourselves. Now. Coming up next, a man shits himself on the train. Like that, would been, that would have been a good follow-up, wouldn't it? Fuck that, really. Never mind. Right, the Drake curse. You heard about this? Less about your weekend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Drake curse. No. You had not heard about this, mate. This you know is... I like Drake, though. Exactly. So, obviously, the noted um, artist Drake... He is a big sports fan, loves all sorts of different types of sports, and is often pictured with uh, star players from these teams. But what people have started to notice is that in the last oh. couple of years, when he's been pictured with people, they're fo- like the next time that they play, it hasn't gone well. Right? Did and this- he meet the Tottenham team? Oh, what? Uh. Why did you have to go there? <laughs> Fucking hell, absolutely savage. Sorry, John. He didn't. He sorry. didn't because uh, it actually came up in something else the same night and, and I'll get to that Holly so just bear with me okay so the five facts that show that the Drake curse is real so this started back when uh, do you know who Conor McGregor is is he a UFC fighter he, well done mate yeah That's exactly who he I is. know things he had a uh, fight with a guy called I'm going to try and pronounce this Khabib Nurmagomedov okay and again uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov uh, and he here's actually a picture there Holly you can see that's this is Conor um, McGregor. Drake meeting Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor. And Drake is um, covered in the Irish flag. Nice. Uh, and posing for a picture of Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor lost his first fight Ooh. against Khabib. Then, uh, fast forward to this year, and Everton play against Arsenal. Yeah. Aubameyang, Arsenal star striker, pictured with Drake. Yeah. Guess what the score was, really? <gasps> 1-0 to Everton. Shock Ooh. result. No one was happy with that in the Arsenal colours. Then... Sergio Aguero, Tottenham versus Man City. Not only did Man City lose, but Aguero missed a penalty in that game. Whoa. And they subsequently went out to And us. is he quite a good player normally? Big time, mate. Big time. He's one of the best players in the world. Wow. Uh, there's also another picture here of a young Englishman called uh, Jaden Sancho, who plays for a team called Borussia Dortmund. Pictured here with Drake. Yeah. Next game. They lost 5-0. 5-0? Big time. Uh, Paul Pogba, do you know who he is? No, he's... he's- his name is so lovely in your mouth, like Paul Pogba. Yeah, say it. go on, say it. Paul Pogba. Who's your favourite football, Holly? Paul Pogba. <laughs> Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. <laughs> um, he's pitched with Drake, and yep. they lose one 0 to Barcelona. Oh. So this theme has been continuing, and it's become a bit of a thing now in sport. Yeah. Like if, if you get pitched with Drake, you lose. Oh no! Now last night, Anthony Joshua tweeted out before his big fight, um, all prepared and ready ready to break this curse guess what happened to Anthony Joshua oh, last Anthony night oh Anthony Joshua had met with Drake and then the night before of... and said I'm going to break the curse guess what happened to him no he got knocked the fuck out motherfucker Drake mate, the Drake curse Drake just stop talking to sports people mate the Drake curse is a real thing Whoa. so here's the here's the original tweet huh? Okay. About to break the curse. Hashtag June 1st. <laughs> he's posing with Drake. It's a photo of Anthony Joshua with Drake. It's quite a funny photo because Anthony Joshua is a really tall guy, mm. but Drake sat almost like on the floor <laughs> by like Anthony Joshua's feet. You know, it's like his son or something. <laughs> it does look like his Daddy, son. Daddy, are you going to fight today? 
Um, and then there's obviously like now everyone's gone absolutely mad about this tweet um, where basically he's put so this guy um, optimistic pessimist has just put nobody absolutely nobody Anthony Joshua I'm about to break the Drake curse Drake curse do I look like a joke to you? <laughs> that's just a picture of like Joshua getting smashed in the face. Uh, so there's a lot of memes going around about uh, Drake um, just getting basically smashed up by this guy, and this this curse has continued. Wow, it's mad, isn't it? What do you it's think about crazy. That? It's weird. I like it's it has literally gone on. This is over the space of like nearly like a year and a half. Yeah. All these like major sporting events, wow. and teams keep losing. But what he's done uh, recently, so his team that he supports in basketball are. Um, the Toronto Raptors, I believe they're called. Uh, That's a great name. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. And um, they are sort of against all odds, like doing really well in the basketball. And people are saying that he's like using the curse to like take pictures with the opposing team. Oh. <laughs> so, which is kind of like a superstitious thing. So I was like, yeah. I was wondering, because it's one of those things that sometimes comes up. You know, you see people do something, you know, like some people... I grew up with they don't walk over three drains oh yeah and it's like a superstition I was wondering yeah. if you had any like superstitions or if you're a superstitious person or not as the case may be do you walk underneath a ladder do you like if you see a magpie do you like Mr Magpie I don't do the magpie thing um, I'm not I don't know I don't think I am superstitious but maybe I would avoid a three drain I don't know like it's kind of that thing of you think should I do it? I don't really think it's a thing, but should I? Yeah. I don't really have a strong... It was a thing, when I, when I grew up, it was one of those things, like, obviously you never hear about it, and then your mates go, oh mate, you can't walk over three drains, and if you do, you have to spit on the last one. And ever since then, every time <laughs> I see three drains, it just crosses my mind. Do you spit on the drain? No, I just don't walk on them. Yeah. And, and then, I kind of catch myself, just like, thinking about it and thinking you're 33 years old <laughs> you're not religious you don't believe in any other things but this is the one thing the that you're like fucking hell don't walk over three chains that's mental <laughs> um, so yeah I was like I find it interesting like people's superstitions do you know what it makes me think of I feel like did you ever read the Goosebumps books oh big time mate yeah R.L. Stein mate, what a G do you know what if we went back and did a new book we could do the Drake Curse as an R.L. Stein Goosebumps yes. book and it would be so spooky it would be so spooky and it would just be like Drake meeting people mm. in the book oh maybe we should write it we should write it and we could use all like the famous sports people of the day yeah and like weave it into like a nice narrative yeah that would be really good actually yeah the Drake curse what I was thinking is so you know he's like I just mentioned he's using the curse for like the benefit of his team yeah I was thinking could like could we use the Drake curse to help us like achieve something and my, my first thought was you know a couple of weeks ago a couple of yeah. episodes ago we were talking about sort of Eurovision and Britain's abject failure oh, yeah. what we should do is from now up until next year's Eurovision we should get Drake like pictured with all of the countries oh yeah yeah and then by the time it rolls around they all have a stinker and rule Britannia we win great what do you think about that I think that? that's a great idea let's yeah. get him involved yeah is there anything else that we could kind of use his like his negative energy against sort well, of people well I will be doing my driving test at some point this yes. year so if, if Drake could just have photos with every single candidate in the UK, mm. and then because they say that driving instructor examiners have to have a certain pass rate and fail yeah, rate, good shout. Um, I don't think that that is a thing because I think if you if you're a good you're really bad, if you're a good driver you're going to pass, yeah, and exactly. if you're not you're not. But if that is a thing, then he can have photos with them and they'll all fail yes. and they'll be like no one's passed yet. And then I'll come along and I'll be all right. But they'll think I'm great. Yeah, that is good actually. And then I'll pass my test. Yeah, perfect. And there's no like, you know, there's no uh, victim. It's victimless crime, isn't it? Only except for all the people who've wasted their money on their driving lessons yeah. and tests, and the potential victims of your like carnage on the road. But aside <laughs> from that, and all the driving instructors who are just miserable because they're not getting any work <laughs> and they're doubting themselves. Yeah. yeah. Apart from those people, It'd be perfect. It is brilliant. Like it's completely victimless, which I think is really like is a really nice thing. So that's who, good. Who do you want Drake to be in a photo with for you? Yeah, like I said, Eurovision, mate. I think Eurovision. Be, yeah, yeah, perfect. And then I guess just like when Spurs are playing next season would have been really helpful if last night he could have just taken a picture of the Liverpool team that would have been really quite kind of nice but yeah. didn't happen in the end but next year if, yeah, the, you know, if we get do that. we're in the mix game John I'm really yeah. proud of myself because I know a few footballers names oh my god here we go I feel like you want to tell me who they are yeah so I know some Liverpool players <laughs> don't care about them but go on Mo Salah brilliant and that's it why yeah okay and then Tottenham Sun yeah do you know his full name nope do you want me to tell you what it is? Yeah. Hyung Min Sun. 
Hyung Min Sun yeah. and Harry Kane well done it's <laughs> <laughs> a real vital part of the show yeah really glad to share that with me um, that is good uh, I don't know any improvs names no oh, do you know any celebrities who started out in improv Steen Raskopoulos yeah correct um, there's some of them that are on um, American Office in there yes don't know which ones they don't know Steve Carell oh right yeah okay there we go and that's where there's loads of um, improv gags in the US office sure self-deprecating like it who's the most famous former improviser in the world Will Farrell. it's a pretty good one Amy Poehler Will Farrell's better should have stopped it there <laughs> <laughs> alright um, have we got any listener questions oh we do oh shit girl. we do we do we do okay <laughs> so this week we've got some lovely listener questions alright and I will ask you some of them, and then maybe you can ask me some of them. No, just ask me. Oh, okay, sure. No. So, <laughs> your fiancé has asked... Oh, God. How do you feel about yoghurt in a tube? Oh, well, two things. One, I don't really like yoghurt. Don't like yoghurt? No, don't like the consistency. It's a bit weird, and it's just... That's controversial. It's just plain and just a bit rubbish. Even like a thick-set Greek yoghurt? Yeah, they're the worst. Oh, okay. Yeah, chocolate yogurt, which is not really a yogurt, is More it? It's of a just mousse. Yeah. Well, no, you know, like flake yogurt. It's like watery. Ah, like. okay. I like that. Yeah. But that's not really yogurt because it's just essentially melted chocolate. Mm. But um, I don't really like yogurt. You know, people eat like what is it, Muller light and all that shit. Mm. Not for me, mate. Not a fan. No. So in a tube or in a fucking gold case, still shit. Yeah. What do you think about it? Um, I immediately thought that I pronounce tube wrong because I say like tube but it's just tube so we had this exact same conversation earlier because I was talking about getting on the tube mm. and Reeves going well, it's not really the tube it should it's be the tube. tube tube but it just sounds I don't wrong. think it's tube I think it's tube because if it's tube then it's more American but do you just think that just sounds shit and tube sounds loads better I think it sounds bad to say tube because it's like oh I'm getting on a tube oh, oh I'm getting on a tube, tube. Oh. if anything let's just say tube yeah, <laughs> for a bit longer I think we should just say it and only say it but in that voice like oh yeah so today I'm going to London how are you going to get there getting on the tube <laughs> say that yeah probably um, okay so lovely question there yeah second lovely question this is from um, salad and sauce mate oh yeah do okay. you know who this, this is this is K-Dog aka the Critmeister General I've got a question for you oh, here we go I'm scared Mate, lay it on me. He says, where can I find the highlights of the Champions League final? Such a little rat. <laughs> Look, the thing is, yeah, he supports Chelsea, which they've just won the Mickey Mouse Cup. Um, which is the Europa League against oh, the, the, the worst of all people, which are Arsenal fans. Yeah. Um, so now they think they've got some sort of right because we lost the much bigger final. Mm. Um, he also hasn't talked about his team all season and now they've won some little shit thing and we've lost the big thing. You know what you want to do, mate? Get Drake round there. It's a good point. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, I tell you what then. Send Critter. Drake round. Drake's coming round. Yep. How'd you like that? Taking get, a picture get your with the owner. Ready? Yeah. Selfie time. Yeah, get your Polaroid out, bruv. Stick that <laughs> on the changing room wall. See how you like that. Cheers to the question, mate. I'm going to ask this next question to myself. Go on then. Just that'd be really nice. Because why not? Thank yourself. Yeah, love yourself. Love, love yourself, Han. So this is from Alex from Bristol. Mm. Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's a good. He's a mate. How <laughs> you know everyone? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows me. When you're at the celebrity status like me, and you're like a noted person, a person of interest, and you know, sort of in the public eye, like I am, then people know you, and you know people. That's how it my works. Name is John Bass, and everybody knows me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new jingle for next week. Perfect. Um, yeah, Alex and Bristol is part of the Fighting Cock, and oh. also Below the Belt podcast, which is a boxing podcast. Oh, so if anyone's really listening like to boxing. this, there you go. Well, if anyone's listening to this. Um, it's got Cal and T on it as well. Um, Cal? Cal, his name's Callum. Oh, but it's called Cal for sure. I thought it was an actual cow. <laughs> Imagine that. It's just, <laughs> just T and Alex a and a, a cow. A cup of tea and a cow. A cup of tea, a cow, and a guy called Alex who's from Bristol. And they do a podcast And they just do a podcast. In a barn. It's, yeah, it's mainly one way. Just Alex is like on his own drinking tea and talking to the cow. The cow's not really doing a lot. <laughs> I'd um, listen to that. It'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a really good boxing podcast. So if you like Ooh, boxing, I'm going to get on that. Subscribe. It's called Below the Belt. Below the Belt. Okay. Yeah, check it out. Definitely. Um, so Alex is asking, are hairy feet an acceptable trait for men to have? And I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because we're human beings. Mm. We have hair all over our bodies. Mm. Um, men and women have hair everywhere. So yeah, definitely. 
I'd say it's acceptable for women to have hair on their feet. Yeah, do you do you think it's like without getting too deep about it, do you think it's weird that there are different standards in terms of like men can be hairy yeah. like men and women should like it's kind of frowned upon, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's 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 weird because we I sometimes feel like I should not have hair on my legs mm. or like I should not have hair under my armpits. But why should I not? It's yeah. just a thing that happens. It is this, it's like being created by society, isn't it? It's a bit weird. Yeah. But I, I'm really hairy, like everywhere. Uh, and I'm fine with it. Like, I, I like it. But I, I get a hairy back if I don't do something about it. And I hate that. And I feel like that's also society, like going, oh, the hairy backs are gross. So maybe I should make a stand and just be like, fuck it. I'm growing it. I don't think they're gross. Yeah. I think it's people. Th- yeah, there you go. Your fiance doesn't like it. Exactly. So it's just hairy, though, isn't it? If anything, yeah. in the long more win- sexy in a way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if anything, long winter nights. Exactly. Snuggle up to a big hairy back. Yeah. In your face. <laughs> Everyone like, loves a little fluffy cuddle. You know when like you go to like nice hotels and then they have like a big rug in the middle, mm. like sheep's rug, and you lay on it, yeah, and you go, oh, it's so cozy. Imagine that it. every night. That's what just I'm saying. Do that in bed. It'd be really nice. Lovely. Really okay. nice. What else we got? Um, okay, we also have a question from uh, my lovely other half. And he says, I'm just going to read this to you. I have no idea what it says. It's a very long thing. Oh, God. John, I was going to write a long-winded film writing conundrum. (laughs) But instead, cheese for teeth, mini baby bells, or sticky toffee pudding hands. One pudding per hand, (laughs) not fingers, just pudding. (laughs) That is is so rich, isn't it? Just long-winded for no reason. Just a big, long paragraph. Um... So tell me for the options. He's also again. giving you a gif of a cake. That is nice, and that looks good as well. Um, so baby bell teeth. Yeah, mini baby bells. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Or sticky toffee pudding hands. Oh, not fucking hell. Not fingers. Yeah. Just, just pudding. One. Just one big pudding. I think I'd go for the baby bell teeth because, like, your hands are so useful, and you can still consume food by just essentially drinking it. Mm. So I think I'd go for that. Although it would be quite difficult to do a podcast. Who are they cheese in my mouth, right? <laughs> ah, ah, I'm going on a tube. Tube, tube. You can maybe get Couldn't covers. Couldn't even say tube, no. though, if you didn't have teeth. You could get covers for them, maybe. That's true. Like veneers for yeah. your cheese teeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about you? What would you go for? Um, Probably pudding hands. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Just because. I don't, want, I don't want baby bell cheese teeth. Well, I don't want them either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lesser of two evils, Ali. No one's going, do you know what I could do? These, these, these enamel-based teeth are shit. Where's the baby bells? Can I have some mushy cheese in my mouth? <laughs> and I want that permanently, not just like something to eat. Yeah, no one's thinking that, mate. Um, also, he's asked another question, okay. which I'll ask myself. Great. Nutella on toast, with or without butter as well? Ooh. I'm going... With butter. I'm going butter, Nutella. Right, I know why he's asked this. Because earlier, um, I said to Rhi, do you want some Nutella on toast? And she went, yeah. First of all, I went, how many slices do you want? She went, one. And then as soon as I got up, she went, bass. I went, yeah. She went, make it two. Right, all right. Queen of Sheba, chill out. Anyway, so I go into the kitchen and get the, the Nutella. Now, I have, for pretty much forever, when I make Nutella on toast... Because it's like chocolate. You don't need butter as well as chocolate. That's I like a bit that you say make Nutella on toast like it's a real it is a, intricate you know, well, meal. It is a decent it dish. Is, it yeah, is, it's yeah. a good dish. So I always just toast the bread and smash on the Nutella. Okay. The butter just seems so excessive. You don't put butter on? No. Now this surprises me. Because it's already liquidy. You don't need it. We've got a problem from Rianne. The problem is this. You put on... You put on too much Nutella, yeah. so it's too claggy. So you don't get, like, the buttery softness on the toast makes it nice and sort of, like, moisturised bread. But you just put no butter, so you just get real thick layers of clag on top of bread. So it's too hard to eat, because it's just, mm. like... Te- I'm right, with you stop, on that one. Can I stop you there? What you're calling clag, I'm calling delicious fuck loads of Nutella. There's no, there's no clag there. It's how just much, joy. How much Nutella? Like fucking loads. Right. I, I'm with Rhi on this one. And also, um, it's a bit of a shocker for me. Mm. Because John Bass got me into... Now, a lot of you out there will call them burger buns or, mm. bat, or, or rolls. I call them yeah. batches. Yeah, northern, isn't it? Yeah, John Bass puts butter on the burger bun obviously and I was like when I met him I was like that's madness but now actually brilliant yes and I do butter my bread roll bun before I put my burger in yes so that surprises me that you're not a butter Nutella man because it's savoury 
Butter with bread on anything savoury is an absolute must. But if it's sweet, like a load of chocolate, you don't need butter. Counter-argument. Shoot. Delicious salt and oil before the fatty nut goodness. But I don't look at food as compounds. I look at it as delicious taste. I just like salt and chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> and on that note, I think that's... Have we got anything else? Questions? Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, all right. Well, look. We, uh, if you want to get involved, we're going to tweet out our gifts. Yep. Tweet out loads gifts. Of, loads of other shit as well. Um, so if you're not following us, make sure you follow us. Man's not what on Twitter and man's not what on Instagram. Uh, and also, we've had a lot of new listeners recently. So thanks very much uh, for spreading the word. Keep doing it. It's yeah. really nice. If you can, and I know it's so annoying because every fucking twat that does a podcast goes. Oh, can you rate and subscribe us? It really helps, guys. But, like, it's sort of like we do need you actually I, to do it. I don't it even want people to find us. I just want to boost my ego. Yeah. That, I just I mean, want to read a lovely review. Yeah, I just want someone to go, oh, isn't his voice so, like, rich and smooth? No wonder elephants think he's cute. Yeah. Like that kind of. And go on, like, Apple Podcasts and just just leave us, like, a lols review. Because yeah. I read one the other day on Apple Podcasts, on ours, and it said, it was, I don't know who it is, but they gave us five stars and they said, I'm just doing this, John, so you don't smash up my stuff. <laughs> I've no idea who it Do was. Do you know what then? What I think would be really good is if you, rather than leave us a genuine review, if you could like give us five stars, obviously we don't want to mug ourselves off, but if you can leave us an out of context review. <laughs> yeah. So just be like, ah, oh, really enjoy potato at the weekends. Five yeah. stars. Like, that'd be great. That I really man on like the bus was alright, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. That anti-Joshua fight was alright, wasn't it? Yeah. Just stuff like that. Out of context uh, reviews. And the funniest one will like give you some sort of like prize. We'll make you a song. Oh, we'll make Boom. you a song. Yes. Give us the weirdest five-star review and we'll yeah. make you a song. Yeah, what we'll do, so we'll, we've, we're obviously in a new month now. So at the end of the month, so you've got four weeks. So you've got about four episodes to get the best review in and the best one we will debut the song with your name fully credited as your prize I mean this is brilliant but then for new people finding the podcast they're going to go oh this looks like a nice podcast <laughs> oh five stars yeah well that looks great gets to the bottom oh my nan's got a new washing line and they'll be like well do I want to listen to yeah, this yeah so I yeah, always like to look at the reviews it's like oh um, my nan's got a new washing line oh Martin from next door's got gout what is this I'll definitely listen to it. Yeah, I would. If I saw the reviews as <laughs> my next door neighbour called Martin's got gout, I'd be like, these lot of banter. Like, this will be all right, won't it? Yeah. Can't go wrong. All right. Well, I've got some exciting news for you, John. Go on. The front door is about to open. Oh. And behind it is a man with a bag of biscuits and crisps. Shit. And on that note, we'll see you next week. See Thank you, next you for week. listening. Peace. This week on Man's Not What, I've learnt that British people have crap tasting biscuits and I'm so glad it's National Rotisserie Chicken Day today. John's a big old slimy fish getting slapped down and I'm repping Radio City. And lastly, breaking news, Drake did meet Tottenham last night after all. <laughs> <laughs>